A Ferrari without a steering wheel has no functional use. It will look good. You'll be able to start the engine, rev it, hear that beautiful sound that is distinctively Ferrari. But without the ability to steer, what good is 700 plus horsepower? Much like a Ferrari, we have tons of power. But if we don't have something that gives us direction, gives us the ability to steer, that power is useless. Even worse, when we apply the power, when we step on the gas, we won't be moving in our desired direction and we'll end up with frustration. Goals are the steering wheel that provide us with direction. Welcome to the Paradigm Left Podcast. I am your host, Elliot Yee. And this is episode 10, Let's Talk Goals. I'm very excited about this episode in particular. Goals are one of those things that have had a huge impact on me personally. When coupled with the other half of the equation of setting habits, they create what I believe to be the unstoppable formula in achievement that we are all capable of doing. If you don't set goals... If you don't have a habit of setting goals, you're dead in the water before you even start. The practice of setting goals is necessary if you are going to achieve anything. You need a goal in order to create the plan to achieve. The reason why goals are so important is that the goal gives you direction. It gives you the target. Now, if you don't have the steering wheel and you apply all of that power, you use all of this energy, one of the most frustrating things we experience is a lack of progress, a lack of achievement, particularly when we are, in fact, putting work and effort in. But if we're putting in all of this energy and effort and work and there's no direction, you are not moving. There is no progress and you've wasted all of that precious energy and time and work. So setting the goal gives you direction. A few years ago, I've spoken about this before in some of my other podcasts. I instituted a book challenge where I challenged myself to read 100 books in a 12-month period. One of the books that sparked that challenge, actually two of the books that sparked that challenge were Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell and Bold by Peter Diamandis and Stephen Kotler. Bold in particular was an incredible read. The concept of setting huge goals and using technology to achieve them was new to me. And if you have the time and you read bold, the authors speak about setting goals and not just regular goals. They speak of moonshots. But they speak about setting these huge goals so matter-of-factly And so routinely, like it's no big deal to achieve them. And that book in particular planted a seed in my head 
and made me start to question, could I be possibly doing more with myself? And the answer was yes. And the reality is, is that holds true for all of us. If you're listening to this, I'm telling you, no matter where you are, what you're doing, what you've already achieved in your life, you are capable of far more. In fact, you have no idea what you're truly capable of because I doubt you've pushed yourself to the point, and I'll get into the, I'll get into the process of things later on in this episode, but you have not pushed yourself to the point where you could even start to see what you're truly capable of. Now, when we speak of goals, we're speaking specifically of a target. In order for a goal to be effective, we have to have precision and clarity with what it is we want. So, where some of us get into trouble is setting a goal, but it's vague. So I'll use myself as a perfect example. After my book challenge, I decided to write about that experience and what it had on me. It was the engine that motivated me to write my first book and produce my first manuscript. At the time, the challenge of writing a book was my personal Mount Everest. It was a huge goal for me. It was intimidating and I wasn't sure how to approach it. So I deconstructed it. I knew about habits. I simply decided I'm going to create a habit of writing. I'm going to set a goal to write every day for the next 12 months. And I'll get into my goal calendar a little later on in this episode as well. So from July 2017 to June 2018, I set the goal of writing my first manuscript. I didn't have a page number in my mind. I didn't have a word count number in my mind. I just said to myself that over the course of these next 12 months, I'm going to create a habit of writing and I'm going to write every day for the next 12 months. And whatever I have at the end of that 12-month period will be my manuscript and that will be it. So I started off with the goal of writing half an hour every day in the beginning. That half an hour became an hour. Over time, that hour became an hour and a half, sometimes two hours, sometimes five hours. After six and a half months, I had produced 85,000 words and I completed my first manuscript. Now, it took me some time to edit it and rewrite and go through my citations and things like that. But I set the goal. I created the plan mapped it out over the course of a 12-month period, I created the habit of writing, and I hit my goal. When you set the goal, you have the direction laid out right in front of you. It's just a matter of creating the habits and doing the little things that you know you need to do in order to achieve that goal. Now, 
Each and every one of us has something inside of us, I am convinced, that we want to do that we have not done. I don't care who you are, you have that inside you. If you're going to break everything down and be honest with yourself, we all have that. It's part of that internal drive that we have to create, to build mastery, to be a part of something bigger than ourselves, whatever it is. It could be anything. It could be creating your own business. It could be writing a book. It could be improving a relationship. It could be just being a better employee, being a better person. Whatever it is, there's something somewhere that each and every one of us has that we want to build upon and improve at. Goals help us to this end. Every one of us has had an idea to do something at some point in time in our lives. And I will go so far as to say that if you have an idea, if you have a dream, if you have a vision, and you don't set a goal to go after that and create that, you're being selfish. And I'll explain why. Because you could be sitting on something that could transform lives. You could be sitting on an idea or a dream or a vision that can have the effect of benefiting people, benefiting society. What if Steve Jobs never decided to come out with the iPhone? What if Jonas Salk didn't go after the polio vaccine? You know, polio was one of those things that completely had the nation scared. Parents were like scared to death of their children getting getting it. A lot of us my age and, and younger, obviously, don't know the, the effect that something like that has on the psyche. Each and every one of us has something in us that I believe can contribute to either an individual, a society, or something. And we have to deconstruct that and take that idea and create a goal of going after it. So having the idea is not enough. You have to set the goal of doing something to get it. Create the plan. When I go around speaking, particularly in the inner city schools to a lot of the elementary school and middle school and junior high school kids, I try to emphasize on them the practice of setting goals. Write it down. When you have something you want to do and you want to achieve, write it down. You're creating a contract with yourself. Put it someplace where you're going to see it on a regular basis and write down what it is you need to do on a daily basis to get closer to achieving that goal. But in addition to that, I emphasize, like Peter Diamandis and Stephen Cutler write about in bold, setting big goals. Huge goals. I mean, we need to get into the habit of setting goals so big that they make us nervous. That they're intimidating. And the reason why this is important is because this is what institutes expansion. This is what's going to force you to grow. You will fail and you will stumble, but that's okay. You just recommit 
to the goal and you keep trying and you keep pursuing. Google has a department where you're only allowed to come up with ideas that seem so outlandish and so crazy that they're laughable. And they refer to them as moonshots. But if we didn't have people with huge ideas and visions and dreams and setting themselves up as goals, we wouldn't have flat screen TVs. We wouldn't have smartphones. We wouldn't have technology the way we have it today. We wouldn't have people doing things that were once considered impossible on a regular basis. People like Roger Bannister and Charles Lindbergh, they did things that at the time people thought were impossible to do. They set the goal of trying to do something that was impossible. Make your goal be something that's impossible. You may shock yourself. So getting to my personal goal calendar. Every July, I set goals that I want to accomplish over the next 12 months. And no matter what those goals are, I, I tend to keep them down to two or three goals, depending upon how complex or how large they are. No matter what those goals are, I set a plan to create habits to achieve them. So, when I decided I was going to read 100 books in a year, I set a goal of reading no less than 5 to 7 hours a day. Every day for 12 months. When I set the goal to write my first manuscript, I set a goal to sit down and write every day, no matter what. This July, I set the stated goal of creating a podcast, setting up my website, and editing my latest manuscript, The Habits of Success. One month into my 12-month calendar, I achieved two out of three of them. Perfect example, I wanted to create a podcast. I was doing the research. I thought I had to come up with my website first. I thought I had to link the podcast to the website. I thought I had to get certain types of audio equipment, possibly some software in order to do it and edit it. I found out about this app called Anchor. I downloaded it. Half an hour after I had the app downloaded, I did my first podcast, Let's Talk Reality. I had the outline done previously to even downloading the app. The minute I downloaded the app, I was ready to go. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm still learning as I go along. But my goal was to do it, and I did it. Once you commit to your goal, that's a contract with yourself that you have to keep. And you will keep. Because when you write it down, when you tell people about your goals, there's an influence there that forces you to act. Whenever I have a podcast ready, I always announce it on my Instagram before I even do it. That's almost a pre-commitment forcing me to make sure I do it. The last thing I want to do is not be a person of integrity and announce that I'm having a podcast and not do it and not have it available. So set big goals. Really big goals. Moonshots. We all have our own personal Mount Everest that we, that we have that we want to set. Let's work towards getting them. You know, 
The one thing about setting goals and chasing our dreams, the Calvary is not coming to deliver it to us on a silver platter. And what a lot of us tend to do, and I know what I did a lot in my adult life before I learned about the science of habits and goals, was I focused on people's results more than their process. And that is a huge mistake. It's the comparative fallacy. Because... Everybody has a different process, but one thing is for certain is that everybody has a process. No outcome becomes a result that's not preceded by a process. So work on the process to achieve the goal. Focus on the process. Create the habit. And here's a secret about achieving goals. Once you set your goal and you create your plan of attack, There are going to be days where you do not want to do what you need to do to achieve your goal. There are going to be days where something is going to happen that's going to make you feel a certain way. A circumstance may turn up that you have no control over that's going to impact your line. And those are precisely the times and the moments where you need to make sure You do what you know you need to do to get closer to achieving that goal. It's easy to do what you know you have to do when everything's going your way. But when you get serious about setting and achieving your goals, you have to take your feelings and tell yourself they don't matter. And I'm not saying that in a way to invalidate feelings or emotions, what I'm saying is that when you commit to the process of creating behavior to achieve your goal, your feelings or emotions sometimes have to take a back seat to your commitment. And that is where growth happens. That's where you start forging your unstoppable. Because It is hard to do something that you don't want to do or that you don't feel like doing in that moment. But that's the process. So understand that setting the goal, creating the plan, creating the habits and behavior are important. But always be mindful of those moments that creep up because they creep up on all of us. They creep up on me. They creep up on everybody that has a goal to do a certain thing that you have to be able to bust through that. You have to work towards busting through that. And even if you don't, don't beat yourself up. You just recommit. If what you're doing is not getting you closer to the goal, if what you're doing is not giving you the progress that you want over the long term, then retool. Take a step back. Change the application. Change your strategy. Don't change the goal. We have to shoot for the stars. Because if we shoot for the stars, we can possibly settle for the moon. And that's still more than what you had before. Once you work on and you achieve that big goal, an unusual thing happens. You create a belief in yourself that you didn't have before. 
you have a confidence, a level of self-efficacy that puts you in a zone where you're not only afraid of challenges, you welcome them. It's the beginning process of forging your unstoppable. There was a time when I would read about these big achievers or hear about things they were doing and my initial reaction would be, there's something wrong with these people. Why are they going so crazy? Who thinks like that? But that was before I myself started setting goals and going after big things. Now I think the same way. Be intimidated by your goals. They should scare you. If your goals are too easy to achieve, then they're not big enough. They're not challenging you. You're not growing in the process of achieving them. And if you're a parent and you have children, and all parents want what's best for their children. If you want your child to be that person that grows up and changes the world, that goes after whatever it is they decide they want, and they put 10,000% into that effort, and they're not going to be stopped. The only way that mindset gets embraced and adopted is if they see you doing it. You could tell them until you're blue in the face that they can do this and that, and that they're capable of this, but if they don't see you modeling that behavior there's a good chance that they're not going to do it themselves. So go after what it is you want. Make that change. I've been a worker my entire life. One of my biggest goals right now in my life is to transition out of being a worker and creating my own business and developing autonomy so I can be my own boss, do my own thing. And that is a process that I'm committed to day in and day out. I have... Life goals, 12-month goals, 5-year goals, 10-year goals, 6-month goals. I have daily goals. Break them all down. My 12-month cycle that runs from July to June, sometimes I break them down into 3-month intervals, 4-month intervals, or 6-month intervals. I do what's necessary to deconstruct the behavior that needs to be done and to Create a plan of attack to achieve the goal. Everyone you admire in any field, whatever it is, whether it's finance, high tech, athletics, they are where they are at because they work diligently on their process. And a huge part of their process is to set the goal. You do not become the best at what you do by accident. You do not develop mastery or excellence by accident. You have to have that as a goal to drive you in the direction to create that. Writing a book would not have happened if I did not set the goal to write the book. Creating and doing a podcast would not have happened if I did not have that as a goal to do. 
Your goal can be anything. Whatever you decide you want, whether you want to lose weight, improve relationship, uh, save money, become more fiscally responsible, develop a new skill, acquire more knowledge, become a better communicator. Whatever it is, create the goal. Develop a plan. That plan has to include habits. And give yourself time to see the progress. Commit to the process. Paradigm Left's motto was cause the effect. That only happens when you commit to the process. The process is everything. Commit to the process. Stay present day in and day out. You will achieve your goal. I gave myself 12 months to write my first book. I did it in six and a half months. I gave myself another 12 months to write my next book. I ended up doing that in eight months. I, end, I gave myself another 12 months to write my last book, the manuscript that I'm in the process of editing now. That took 10 months. So every result is preceded by a process. Every goal has to have a plan of attack. And it has to have the behavior to go with it. So create the habits to achieve your plan of attack, to achieve your goal. And make your goals so big that they intimidate you. Make them so big that other people laugh at you. Make them big to the point where people get uncomfortable hearing you talk about your goals. Thanks for tuning in to the Paradigm of Podcasts. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me at Elliot underscore Yee on Instagram. If you have any inquiries about public speaking engagements, you can reach me there or at ParadigmLeft at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Take care.